Boy, it's like a hermit crab. <laughs> Good afternoon, Ben. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm a guy with the camera here. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious ramblings. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> good evening. Good evening. And good evening, Damien. How are you? Good, mate. How are you guys? Good. It's been yeah, a couple well. of weeks before we, since we chatted last. Has it? Oh, we caught up last weekend, so I yeah. feel like maybe that's why I feel like we've just done another podcast. But yeah, you're right. It's been, yeah, a, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that is super important and something that is probably... Um, the last few years has, has received a lot more awareness and coverage, um, so that's mental health. And Damien here today is, in particular, talk about his journey in mental health and learn about the start, um, the middle, and sort of how it's been and, and where you are today. So before we do that, we always do do a beer of the week. Yep. So I'll go and grab the beer. Mm-hmm. I'll pour it and we'll see how it is. Cool. Right, sweet. So in front of us here, we've got it's from Moffat. Brewing Co. Moff Summer Ale. This is from the Sunshine Coast, so Queensland. Okay. What's the IBU? I couldn't find it, but did I have. A, I did have a look. Okay. I couldn't find it. I did message them like I did at Eagle Bay. So, this is apparently a refreshing beer with passion fruit and mango aroma. So, it's made for drinking long after sunsets. Perfect. So we've got nailed that. <laughs> long after. It's currently quarter past seven. So uh, the label is, it's pretty cool. It's a guy surfing. Must be on the, yeah, Sunshine Coast. All right, we'll give it a go. Cheers, mate. Cheers. 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 Definitely smells. That's fruity. This is not your type of beer. What's that? (laughs) I don't know if it's just me, or I've got like this weird aftertaste of like weed. Or am I just smoking really bad weed? I don't know. What do you reckon? I like it. It's it's kind of my kind of beer. It's not too extreme. I, I like sort of mild lagers and yeah. wheat beers. Yeah. Blondes. Passion oh, fruit yeah. and mango. Two of my favourite fruits too. Hmm. I don't know, yeah. You're not convinced, Ben? I don't think I am. <laughs> I don't think I am. It's definitely different to the summer ales that we've had recently or on this yeah. podcast. So we've did Gage Road single fin a while back. Yeah. Um, Maybe you just got triggered, you know, like you can get those like certain scents will trigger past memories. Yeah. Well, maybe. I did have another beer earlier. Maybe they've got like a cross contamination thing going on here, but <laughs> <laughs> could be it. So, oh, I mean, it's not bad. It's not the worst thing like no. I say. It's not the worst thing I put in my mouth. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. Cool. So, um, Sunshine Coast, Queensland. Mm. You're originally from WA? Yeah. And yeah. you are in Coolangatta now, is it? Yes. So Gold Coast, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same place or is it? Sort of from, so I'm right on the border, the, the border between south of Queensland and New South Wales. Yeah. So the actual border town is uh, Tweed, mm-hmm. Tweed Heads, which is, so it's in New South Wales and Queensland. All right. Yeah. And then it's basically Coolangatta, uh, really close, Kira. Yeah. And then that's... The kind of this, I actually technically I don't know because <laughs> like I don't know where the Gold Coast. I'm assuming the Gold Coast kind of starts there, yeah, and then goes up, and then it blends in sort of around Burley to like or past Burley to like the Sunshine Coast. So, are you into your rugby now? Seeing that you live there, uh, 
No. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, are you, would you then go for Queensland or would you go for New South Wales? Um, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm more a basketball person. Yeah. Basketball, surfing. I, I don't, I, I love all sports yeah. because I like, um, I can get into any sport because I like excellent, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'll appreciate like rugby or yeah. Yeah. MMA, or, you know. Yeah. So, Queensland, they've got the Townsville Crocs, is that right, in the basketball? Uh, for, oh, yeah. They, I don't know if they've got an NBL team. I don't yeah. think they do. So I think they used to. Yeah. Townsville. Oh, okay. Brisbane Bullets. Brisbane Bullets, Bullets yeah. Team. Yes. Okay. Are they Leroy Loggins. Do you remember him? I, Hey, Le- um, Leroy? Nah, no, Leroy Loggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a good player. He was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, was like the did. '90s. This was um, real skinny guy. Was he a shooting guard? I think. Point guard, a shooting guard, and a leaper. Yeah, no, he was good. Real skinny, so just that's why you look up to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was good. So you love your basketball. Yeah, yeah. NBA, do you follow it? Yeah. Who's yeah. your team? I was telling you guys I moved to Manjima in yeah. high school. I, I basketball was not on my radar. I didn't know anything about it. I was into surfing. Went there. I was like devastated. Like <laughs> my surfing days were kind of on hold. Yeah. Because yeah, I was three hours away from the surf. Um, but you know, my new friends that I that I gathered in high school, um, they were into basketball. Everyone's into basketball, and yeah. it was like the Jordan years, you know. Yeah. Michael yeah. Jordan. So I didn't know who he was, and then all of a sudden they're talking about this guy like he's like a, the last messiah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, which which he was, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was he was amazing. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I I I, I sort of I actually I, I played a bit of basketball, but then I, I didn't really get good or anything until like after I left, then yeah. maybe twenty twenty five. You know, I, it just sort of stuck in me, and then I picked it up and. You know, I've played at times. Yeah. Like, leagues and stuff. Yeah. Um, really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. It was one of my, it was probably my favourite sport like growing up. To watch or play? To play and watch. I love the NBA, I love the Perth Wildcats, was so into it. Vlahov, Scott Fisher, you know, Ricky Grace, yeah. Crawford days. Yeah. And then I think it was towards the end of year seven, so end of like 1997, 1998, when just felt there were too many trades going on in the NBA. You just couldn't, it was hard to follow. And then on free-to-air TV, the Wildcats, I think, were no longer. You used to be able to watch them on, I think, Channel 10 mm. and sort of stopped. And I think that's where my interest dwindled a little bit and that's where cricket came in. Came in. I still appreciate and I follow it a little bit, particularly Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Clyde Drexler. Clyde, yeah, yeah. Um, and now with Damon Lillard, who's a bit of a gun. Yeah. But yeah. you're not... You're not a basketball man. No, no. I mean, I guess like probably everybody, like you said, in the 90s when Jordan was going around, everyone watched a bit of basketball. Yeah. And we spoke about this before. The Last Dance um, documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. From just like a perspective of like the guy was the goat, right? Pretty yeah. much. So, but other than that, basketball was never really any good at it. It's, I mean, I was okay, but, you know, never really great at it in, in school. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely, um, Jordan was one of those guys. Like you have the, those great players who play, yeah, they score lots of points, they have good stats, but they don't win games. And Jordan's one of those guys where you put him in a team, and maybe that is 
if the team's struggling, as soon as he plays, it's just a different team. He just lifts everyone. It's like yeah. he's not about losing at all. Like you have guys like Russell Westbrook and things like that who are really good, but they don't win games like Jordan. Yeah, they they don't have a. I don't know if it's a winning mentality, but just a certain. I think they're just more individual. They're about themselves, and Jordan was very individual and had great stats, but everyone just lifted. Yeah, like yeah. He just changed everyone, and these other guys who are great from a stats point of view, they just don't lift the team like like he did. Yeah, yeah. And he and he was also like very willing to learn and be like um, humble, you know. Like he he trusted the the players and the coach, you know. Yeah. Like, and I I see that like Steph Curry's like that. Yeah, you know he's a well, he's, he's a leader, player. but he's not a you know he's like yeah. a humble yeah you know trusting leader. Yeah, he's he's super skilled. Yeah, his shooting is ridiculous. Yeah, probably comes with a lot of yeah. natural talent, but hard work too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Both. Yeah, for sure. So, um, talking about mental health, I mentioned it before. With your story, where did it really start with with sort of mental health? When was, I guess, when you noticed that perhaps perhaps something's not quite right? Yeah, look, it's a good question. Um, I, I can answer it in a few ways. Probably the most honest way, I would say, is, you know, from a young age. Um, but, you know, you don't really remember, like, me, say, you know, before, you know, major memories before six or seven mm. or something. Yeah. Look, looking back at my experience of life, like, you know, there, there's six billion unique experiences of being a human. Yeah. You know, and everyone's different and unique. And I would just say that me, I was, you know, quite scared, timid, insecure, um, or ter- terrified in, in a way. It was like, you know, felt like when I was born, it was just like I'd been shot into this, like, planet and was like, I, it just, what what is this? What do I do? Like, it, it didn't seem like... You know, I obviously wasn't going to just... wasn't the type of person that was just going to live and die and mm. have a job and get married or, or do some other form of, like, normal thing, you know. Yeah. I've, I've done quite different, interesting things, yeah. you know. But, you know, so, so from, a, from a young age, I, I experienced, you know, a range, you know, of, like, from, you know, suffering really intensely to, you know, just kind of... Being in, like I wouldn't say I was, you know, a happy kid. So was this like in primary school <clears throat> type, or was this more high school through puberty? Um, I, I'd, in primary school. Yeah. You know, if I look back, like I lived in, I have strong memories of primary school in Thailand. We lived there, and then Dunsborough, Busselton. But you know, like throughout my life, I've, you know, as I took my journey and had to like, just try and better myself and yeah because no no one likes to suffer and if you find yourself suffering you will inevitably usually try and change that we, we'd rather be happy mm. most people would, would rather be happy yeah it's true and, and so yeah look I, like I, I i suffered or, or experienced pain um didn't, didn't know what i didn't know what life was about and, yeah. um and, and and at times like the answers that I was seeking, like if I asked people, um, you know, I, I didn't really get answers that kind of helped me. Not not that people weren't trying to help me, but mm. and, and eventually it, I I had to find and discover like 
that my happiness was like inside, you know, which is is often a cliche, but it's it's a, a cliche of truth, you know. It's it's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, anyone can have. Um, people can be born depressed. They can not be born depressed, and then experience it. Mm -hmm. And there's many different forms, you know, of, of how people experience it. Yeah. Are there certain events you believe sort of triggered or accelerated some instances um, of depression? Yeah, I think um, when I was young, you know, I had the support of, you know, being fed, mm -hmm. housed, didn't have to have a job, had a, you know, a curriculum, so to speak, like do the school. You have that until you're going to leave high school. And then you have to start making choices for yourself. Yeah. And that can be wonderful, you know, or it, it can be... Daunting. Daunting. Yeah. Yeah, it can be sheer hell, it can be overwhelming, it can be amazing, you know. Mm. You guys know. it's, And, and there, there's no... Sometimes we may experience that there's like... Um, there's a rule book, but there kind of really isn't because there's endless choices, you know. You can be university or jobs or, or, or near any other extreme. You might go and be a drug dealer or... <laughs> Who knows? You you want to go? You know, climb Mount Everest. You know, everyone has um, uh, their aspirations and yeah yeah. When I talk about this, and I, you know, I just like to think of a bell curve. Mm -hmm. You know, often there's people who are like on one end of the spectrum, and, yeah, and then others like geniuses and you know people who excel, and then and then there's a large percentage of the population that will do perhaps like a similar thing. Mm. And you know, I've I've discovered that, experienced that in my life, and. Um, and, you know, I, I sort of probably tried a bit of that and definitely experienced a bit of the, like, extreme, like, a lot of the extreme suffering and then some extreme, like, just amazing things. Yeah. And through those experiences, through that um, journey through life, I have, have come to an inner, in, inner peace and, and, like, transformation. Which did did happen through through some choices through choices I made and things that actually came along in my life that that I then rec I recognised them as like for want of a better phrase like the universe sending me yeah. my, my my a deeper desire that I had you know and that and that was a, a desire to um, know who I was or you know. Um, I, I could phrase it many ways you know yeah. know the meaning of life or know yeah. who I was or. I don't know if that's sort of answering your... Yeah, no, it does make sense. I know, I remember high school and when you start getting a job and you start earning money and, you know, you're looking after yourself more and more and less dependent on, on your parents. And then once school finishes, for me, it was a feeling of freedom. It was a feeling of excitement. What's next? I'm not sure how it was for you. If you, I don't really remember. <laughs> you <laughs> you say, All right, on to the next thing. No, I remember that it was. I felt quite happy, and I just was looking forward to what's happening in life now. Yeah. yeah. Now I no longer have to get up and go to school and put on a <laughs> uniform and get up and go to work. Yeah. And now it's now get up to go. To, yeah. Yeah. Go to TAFE. It was. Yeah. I apply for TAFE and then uni and then, but I definitely know for me now as well. I have a little one at home, so you definitely have a lot more responsibilities. It's no longer thinking about just yourself. Yeah. And I can relate to what you're saying is you're sort of taken care of and now you're having to take care of yourself and possibly other people and take into consideration your partner and 
family yeah. more yeah. and more. Yeah. So you, you mentioned Thailand. Did you grow up and spend a bit of time growing up in Thailand? Yeah, we my my father um, he was an ag scientist and, and got work overseas right for for periods of time. Yeah, yeah. Was it just Thailand or other places that you? Um, other there was um, when I was just after he was married to my mum and I was two, two to four I think. Yeah. And I had a youngest a, a sister who was like new, brand new. Hmm. We we were there at that age for two years. Right. In, in Nigeria. Wow. My dad went there with um, with my mum and yeah. two kids. Yeah, he, he went there sort of. I mean, my dad was a very, is very adventurous, um, quite courageous, like kind of bold guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a health issue like he, with his lungs. He when he was young, he had pneumonia, and he had lung damage, mm-hmm. and he got a condition called. Um, well, he had to do. Uh, postural drainage which he had to drain his lungs every day oh right him. okay he had yeah. to cough and yeah because his lungs our lungs just normally do that yeah so he had he had lung problems and so you know he he, he couldn't run like he could run but he couldn't just run like a normal person right okay he'd get winded and you know go half the distance and stuff like that and i think as a result of that he he And there there was also the possibility that in later in life that was going to cut his life a bit short, and so you know he kind of went for went for things. You know, yeah, okay. He he really like dived into things. He didn't. He would take risks and take challenges. Yeah. You know, he was a real go getter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Later in my life, I I I would count him as an inspiration. Like when I was growing up, you know, it was it was a bit different, but um, yeah. You know, I, I, I appreciate my, my father like a lot now. Yeah. yeah. It's quite funny the way you process things when you're a child and when you get older and things you appreciate things a lot more. Yeah. Like you were just thinking, I love to travel. And now now I haven't travelled for really that much apart from some road trips, some small road trips down to Esperance or, or Margs. You come up here every now and then. And I come up to Joonalup from, you know, from, from <laughs> double views. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> crossing about 26 postcodes to get here. Yeah. And then I was sort of thinking, like talking to my wife about future trips, and now we've got a little one who's nearly six months. It's like we could go there and we could go here, but the cost and the child just won't appreciate it. Even as a little kid in a few years, like we're talking about Patagonia, the baby will not care. The toddler the won't fish. care. Even a seven-year-old probably won't care that much. That's yeah. You know, it's the way you process things. Yeah. And you think. Then when you get in your teens and when you get in your twenties, all of a sudden you appreciate architecture or culture and landscapes, things like that. So, yeah, it's sort of weird how you process things differently as you get older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, I, I would say to you, like if, yeah. if you have that desire, yeah. don't wait till your child's like yeah. twelve. Like you know, maybe yeah. wait till they're six. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But they they would absorb some amazing stuff just. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. I, I've never thought of Patagonia. Yeah, Google it. Patagonia is a place to go. Is cool. it? It's a destination of 2023, you reckon? Not Bali. Patagonia. It's all about Patagonia. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, Patagonia is super wild and they've got glaciers and they've got mountain lions or cougars and they've got just different animals. Cougars here too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, Google it. Different. Yeah, yeah. Not my type then. One thing 
when we had a quick chat last week is um, you spoke about bipolar. Yeah. Which is obviously something that extreme highs and extreme lows and often, I guess, with depression or they sort of, do they go hand in hand a little bit? Yeah. Um, look, the, the Western medical way of looking at depression and like there's, there's, a, there's a few different types. For example, people can sort of feel normal but then like just feel really low yeah and not really feel like mania yeah which is a uh that's sort of what bipolar is where uh, there's i think two types of bipolar yeah um where you know i I don't really know what that is but you know the the different forms can be quite different i was listening to actually um people talking about bipolar and on a podcast and they were saying that yeah that the first one is is the most extreme mm-hmm. where you have mania where super like you can gamble or you can make these rash decisions you're super yeah you're just doing these decisions that necessarily aren't very good and you're sort of happy but overly happy and just and these states can last up to like three to six months and then you have the other ones where extreme lows and super depressed yeah and that it's not one state to the other, it's, you can then be okay for a while and everything's all good and then end up super low or super high. Is that something that you experienced? Yeah, yeah. Um, I sort of went through it like it was a bit challenging for me to always remember and at some point I, I diaried and I, but then I'd sort of use my family to, hey, what's your experience? But I would generally... Yeah, like a few months to three months, you know, go quite quite high, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe after you know a couple of months or one month, three months, something in there, go really low. Yeah. But I think, um, like from my experience of that, like the 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 highs were. I mean, it, it is classed as an illness, but there's also an aspect of it where it's just your nervous system is just well, like I, I like I'm a very creative, you know, person, mm. and so you know, probably a lot of the art and amazing art and this and that comes from people who would be classed as mentally ill. I mean, yeah. I, I know that for sure. Like, yeah. I think people like Van Gogh and yeah, and so it's a that. That is a challenge. That that was a challenge for me because it didn't feel like my experience wasn't that something was like it, it wasn't me. Like it, it often felt like the best parts of me. Yeah. You know, where I'd be really creative and like have lots of energy. And so it was that was hard because I had to learn to I, I had to learn through trial error. Um, and uh, gradually knowing, um, look, like I, I tried lots of things like with, with drugs and, you know, at times having to use things when I experienced extremities of, yeah. you know, depression and that, or, or extremities of, of being high. Um, I, I sort of, I had to become like self-aware of that and, I, I could feel that extreme creativity, you know, just being there, and I, I sort of would, would, in a way, learn how. It took me a long time, but learned how to, like, if you look at it like this, yeah, like 
not do things which would, like certain things would, um, you know, like if you're feeling really high, you stay up late. Yeah, yeah. So I would have to be start, but I had to learn how to be disciplined in certain ways, at which would help me. Yeah. You know, like to instead of just go really high, and you're staying up like you know till two a.m. like writing or reading or watching. You know, I train myself or put in you know be disciplined, or or I do something you know that play more sport. Or, yeah. You know. What sort of um, so art and creativity stuff did you do you get into? Like paintings um, or writing or? Uh, look, I'm I'm more like um, just a little bit like my dad. Like he's quite inventive. Yeah. Like I, I'd invent things, even when I work. You know, when I do carpentry and this and that, I'm very creative. I like I'm quite a perfectionist as well. So I, you know, I like to do a really good job. Yeah. So you did carpentry for a while, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Carpentry renovation. Yeah work um i worked as a waiter as well mm -hmm. like a lot of my life yeah and you know i, I would say that that like I, I have an appreciation for um like kind of excellence mm. you know yeah um but it that 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 can be yeah so it's like anything in life i think can have positive and negative aspects to it you know you can be going for excellence but you know nothing else is good enough if you're trying to go for excellence exactly yeah. or you know I mean I mean it, it just for me you know I experienced that but you know I look at some people in the world like say an amazing businessman like might be responsible for like destruction of like whole country oh yeah, yeah. you know but <laughs> like these, these are things that we are on the planet are, are, are having to um, deal with and learn and you know because yeah. there's a lot of extremes and mm. um, you know just, just it's part of being human yeah I, I don't think we all want wars but yeah, they, happen. They, 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 are, they are made by people yeah. they're, they're not just you know they're, they're actually not just happening you know yeah. yeah. Um, you know so there, there's lots of facets of life where humans are, are, are they have a very strong ability to do amazing things but also do 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 amazing things in like both in like positive and negative yeah. dimensions, yeah. you know, yeah. and and we we we're having to see that, learn that, grow through that, you yeah. know, um, and and you know, sort of saying that, I I have had to like on a microcosm like deal with that in myself, and and yeah, like come come to whatever mastery of that I have now, mm -hmm. you know, I, I wouldn't say I've mastered that, I, I feel like. I'm almost like every day is like a new. Yeah. You know, I, I still learn, learn and learn, learn and. Yeah. You know. With bipolar and depression, when did you seek sort of treatment, and and what was it? What was the first sort of okay? I need help. What was the process like? What was the first? Was it? Was it medicine? Was it? Um, <clears throat> it was. So I was about. It was when I left school. Um, you know, I was still. Like I, you know, I left the, the family thing. I my, my parents took their their last kind of overseas jet work thing when I was um, just leaving high school. Um, I think I the summer of that they left, and then my first year of uni they were in Laos for two years. Um, so they left me with the uh, eighty three Volvo. 
<laughs> um, I went to Curry Hall in uh, UWA. It's a boarding college. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so that was paid for. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do with my life. And I was good at science and math. But, like, I enjoyed science and maths. Um, I just basically, I, I just did a science degree with, yeah. you know, maths, chemistry, you know, and completely flunked, failed. <laughs> um, just, you know, it was... It, 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 was the, it was the start of, of, of that, of the challenge, you know, I, I started to, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And so my depression really started to manifest at that point. Um, yeah. And then um, what was sort of the treatment? What was the first treatment? Well, um, the first year, that, that year I, I went, I, I didn't really... I mean, obviously, I knew I was unhappy, mm. but um, I, I wasn't doing anything about it. I didn't. I didn't really know about it. Um, like I, I never really discussed it before. I don't think with my parents, um, mm. even though it, it was something that was that, that has been in my family, um, especially my grandmother. Um, and I, but I, I visited my parents in Laos, and when they when I got there, my mum noticed that I was not traveling well mm-hmm. um, and then at some point after that I came well, I, I, I'd failed uni I couldn't go back and I think I decided to just get a job you know and just kind of um, just kind of do something that was a bit less uh, a bit easier yeah. you know um, and I probably started seeing a, I think at that that, that year I, I started, you know, seeing a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about anything about what to do. Mm-hmm. But I asked my mum, or talked to my mum, and we went and saw a doctor, and then they said, you know... And then I think I saw a psychiatrist um, and started antidepressants, mm-hmm. which in those days was the, um, the infamous Prozac. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. When you were taking Prozac, how did that make you feel... Um, look, I, with, with that drug and, and most other drugs that, that I've been on, um, I have been on and off throughout my life and I would experience some changes sometimes, um, but I would also experience, uh, quite negative side effects and, and, I, and I'm, in general, I'm very, I'm quite sensitive to... Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a much better person in myself if I am eating well, mm-hmm. you know. I, I'm i not that uh, resilient to, you know, I, I can't like do, you know, I, I have done, I have done, you know, lots of drinking at times. I, I, that's not my um, kind of um, personality where I escape with yeah. alcohol or drugs. It's never been what I've been drawn to. I yeah. probably escape more into just being by myself, yeah. being quiet, being, you know, not around people. Yeah. Solitary. Yeah. Um, that was my sort of poison in, in, in a way. Yeah. Did, did I answer your question? Yeah. Recharging your chi sort of thing by yourself. Is it like, like an introverted sort of... Yeah, yeah, introverted. But I mean, I also was just like, I mean, when, 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 when you get depressed, you... Sometimes you just can't even be around people. Yeah, you, right. You, you, yeah. yeah. Or, or you're so tired or um, you just feel so, t- like, scared and, you know, 
a lot of things like that. Yeah. You know, to the point where, um, yeah, it's completely debilitating. You know, you, I wouldn't even want to, you know, leave the house or. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting because I I haven't experienced that for near on a year, and um, you know I I don't think I'll experience it again. Yeah. Okay. Because I've I've had some. I've sort of had many of the challenges which I normally would like throw me, mm. and I've kind of learned things now. You know, like I'm, I'm pretty consistent with my diet. I do yoga. Like I I know those things in my toolkit. You know, yeah. diet, yoga, meditation as well. I think. I yeah, think me- meditation. That, yeah. Um, also, physical exercise is a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. So those things you said, um, yeah, the Prozac. Obviously, didn't wasn't a long term sort of solution, and then now the yoga, being active, healthy diet, have those basically doing that has helped keep you, I guess, at a in a good space. Has that been the I guess the solution or the treatment? Yeah, um, I, I I would have to say like those things are. Like that, that they're external things, mm. but they, and you, you have to have external things in life to yeah. some degree. You know, you you can you can have a lot or none, or you know, mm. be like rich or poor, or you know, but you still have to have ex- things in your life. You yeah. know, those can be physical things, but also you know, like people, possessions, um, habits. You know, you, you yeah. have different things that you have in your life. You know, and. I, I've just learned that um, that they're sort of like little tools, you yeah. know. I'm like, okay, if I, I... I don't really put them down now, you know, for more than three days. I'm always... I'll either yeah. exercise or do yoga or... I mean, I'm, my, my meditation's very simple and easy, very powerful as well in that it's, it's, it's... For me, it's like 24-7. What is your meditation? It's called the Ashaya's Ascension. It's a meditation that was brought by a Westerner to America, but it, it, it has Eastern um, roots yep. as well as Western, yeah. He, he was... Yeah, sorry, I was just going to say, how would someone learn? Like, if I wanted to learn about it and practice it, is it something... Do you need to go to a particular person or, or how do you No, you can, you can get te- teachers travel the world yep. yeah, teaching it. Um, it's, um, it's usually taught in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's how it is. Is it taught? It is taught. Um, often, you know, people have an interest and they they sponsor the teachers to come, or, or sometimes teachers themselves are living in a place and are sort of out there, you know, teaching yeah. weekends. In, initially, you learn in a weekend. And is it a, is is that something you do daily? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what's the duration? Is it half an hour? Is it an hour? Or it's whatever you want. You know, um, me as when I learned it, um, it, it it came to me in a very um, very profound way. Mm-hmm. You know, which is be hard to describe. I'd probably have to. It's another story. Yeah, right. You know, but, but that's how it happened. When you say meditation, right? I probably like most people. I just picture sitting down, cross-legged, and just like breathing or whatever. So this form of meditation does that differ from that in any way? Is it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, you learn techniques. Uh, you learn um, 
when, when you first learn, you learn in a weekend four techniques and they're, they're thoughts. Um, but they're, they're structured in such a way that they, um, they pull your mind, they, they pull your, your mind inward, but also could, it's, it's the same thing, but cause your mind to expand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like thoughts, you're, you're always having thoughts. You know, most, most people on the planet don't really have control over their thoughts or, or their thoughts are, you know, can be, you know, from a lot of thoughts to, you know, most people would be having thoughts. And, you know, if you're having really negative thoughts, it's going to affect, it affect your life, your emotions, mm-hmm. your energy. Yeah. Um, so thoughts are probably, you know, when I was, a huge part of my depression was extreme negative thinking. Yeah. You know, just constant negativity judgment um stories yeah fears these are all thoughts you know um and most meditations are a technique that allows you to sort of become more familiar with the inside and and i think a good word would be becoming conscious of your 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 inner inner world Mm -hmm. you know and, and as you do that, you can um, like navigate it in a, in a, in a, in a, in a better way, in a, in a more easier way, better, more functional, um, more graceful, you know? Yeah. Um, if, if you're, I guess, a good analogy would be like, um, if, you, if you don't know your, your front left tyre is like flat or half, almost flat, you might not notice that your car's like drifting, wants to drift to the left kind of constantly. And you, and you might, you know, if you had an old car, you wouldn't notice that that's... Well, you might notice, oh, my, my left arm's a bit sore. Like, yeah. Because the car keeps, you know. And that that can... That's like a good analogy of like, this can be the subtleness of thoughts, you know. So constantly just pulling you somewhere. Somewhere. And you need to correct it, but you need yeah. to know how to correct it. Yeah. Um, you know, and... Like when, when I first learned um, Ascension, like they, they they did a lecture where they talked about like the fifty to 60,000 thoughts a day, like that's generally what they say people have, right? Right, yeah. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then that's like 40,000 about sex, is that is that right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, at could, least. Could be, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, if most of those are negative or self-defeating, yeah. or, you know, like, like, that's how my inner. That's how my thinking was. Mm-hmm. It's you're not going to have a, a fun experience of life. Yeah, right. You know? Is that something that you combine with your yoga as well? Is that like a you do some yoga, you're doing a yoga, and you're also practicing at the same time? Is it two completely separate sort of disciplines that you have to, to do? Oh, uh, for me, like um, uh, when I like I learnt the first. Um, it's called the first sphere of techniques, like a sphere. You know. Yeah. When when you learn that that technique, it's um, it's on a weekend, and then you can just do that. You can you can use that for the rest of your life, and it'll you will get benefits. But you know, some people want to take things a bit more intense, and I I was one of those. You know, I was more inclined to go to an intensive like they they would offer like you know seven days or a week or 
And, but for me, it was I was very drawn quickly, um, pretty much straight away to um, I wanted to become a teacher. Right. Okay. And so, to be a teacher, I um, the requirement was to go and uh, do a six month training. Um, yeah, which is it's about five months of like meditation. Right. Okay. Like twenty. Yeah. Twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, that I, I I wanted that it was like the first time actually in my life that I wholeheartedly wanted anything. Okay, yeah, and and really like was like wow, this is this is amazing. Like I really want to do this, mm-hmm. you know. So you teach it now? No, um, not I. I don't teach the um, the weekends. Yeah. Um, I I'm in contact with teachers, mm-hmm. and I'm actually sort of a, a, at a point in my life now where it's sort of been coming through me to. I'm, I'm wanting to um, like help help share that yeah you know help uh, the, the teachers you know um, get courses going and um, also for myself just um, I've experienced so much benefit from that you know to just offer that to people yep you know so it's rewarding I guess and then it makes you feel better about you know that as well so yeah but see so you already like now talking about it, you perked up a lot as well. I can see yeah. like passion coming out from you. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a really good question. You had it. So I mean, I was the question guy. I just sit here and make stupid comments. You just make sure the sound. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, it's a good. It's a good blend. Like you seem like the the leader in some way. Like that has a certain and then but you've got I'm the like, Robin to his Batman is that what you're saying exactly <laughs> yeah, like exactly. A, I sense a Robin and Batman yeah. thing as long as you it works pretty well Alfred then that's that's okay he's a sound guy, <laughs> I'm, a sound guy yeah. I'm the butler to Albert's Batman <laughs> <laughs> so I mean you're the shoot to my sock <laughs> for people so you, you've gone through the depression yourself but for outsiders people looking in and you, you might notice you've got a close friend or relative who's you're sensing that something's not quite right. Yeah. So what do you wish people sort of asked you or, or how do they wish you, they approached you to really get in and actually help you like along, mm. your, along your journey? Because are you okay is a question that everybody answers, yeah, I'm fine. But, you know, is there something better that people could say? Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, because I, I had obviously my family, like I have a family that like really loves and cares for me. I, mm-hmm. You know, I have a pretty amazing family. Um, you know, you've met Zach and he was, I've sort of shared a bit about him. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, his mum is actually, you know, related to another side of my family. And, yeah. You know, so, and everyone, everyone cared about me, um, but, and, and you know, um, some of them have experienced depression. Mm-hmm. I think it was... The, the guy, the, the uh, when I was um, when I was about, I think it was about thirty something, thirty thirty five. I, I I was back in Australia, like I'd, I'd been overseas meditating and teaching, and then I had um, stopped, and I was just doing other stuff. I came back to Australia, and I said, I think I started working, and I I worked in Dome in Claremont, mm-hmm. and um, you know just met this this friend now. His name's um, Spencer, and um, he popped into my head when you asked that question because I think he, we we just became close friends, you know, 
and our 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 relationship has uh, grown to be more close and like intimate, which for me has been very amazing and rewarding um, because I think you know from when I was a young when I was 20 or 10 or even 30 I think the, the world has evolved a lot in terms of men having in especially western men yeah. having more close relationships you know yeah. there was a time when men just boy guys just hung out and drunk beer and talked shit now, yeah. now they might and, and women had much more close interactions. Yeah. You know? And I think more, uh, less superficial relationships than exactly. men. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that, I think that's, that's evolving for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and my sort of nature, like, I always liked that. Um, and, you know, I didn't always have it with, with, with friends, male friends. Um, but but Spencer happened to be one that, you know, it started off wherever it was, but um, he himself, like, he was, I met him when he was like 20, 21, and he'd never actually experienced depression mm -hmm. or anxiety or, and then as we've, I've always, we'd, we'd sort of come in and out of each other's lives sometimes. We, we were always really good friends, but, you know, sometimes we wouldn't speak to each other for a year. Yeah. He was new family, kids, whatever mm -hmm. he was like. Yeah. Under the pump. Yeah. But he he had never experienced depression. Like I, I, I definitely experienced it younger. And then you know he was struggling in his marriage. He was you know whatever life's things. And and he he started to get it and um, get real. You know he's been through periods of bad anxiety. And and we you know we I I talked to him about it. He talked to me about it. And um, I think he was he he was the one person that his approach with me was one that I really appreciated because at, at some point he just you know he said Damo you know if you if you ever need to talk or if you ever need me just call me you know yeah and like just don't you know because I was very open with him um, I mean he's definitely known me through like just cool times some extreme things that I experienced like you yeah. know where I've I've had I I had hospital, um, you know, admitted to hospital, or put myself in. I might, I had some extreme treatments. Yeah. And there 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 were other people, um, that, you know, helped me. But he was. I think he was the most helpful thing. Is probably um, if you don't know advice that is you're a hundred percent sure of. Like that can be really frustrating for, for the person who's depressed to be given that advice. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, like if a family member hasn't been depressed and they say, "Well, just do this." Mm. Well, it's like me telling you how to fix your car, and yeah. I'm like a baker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, which which is is frustrating for I think family members, people who love. You know, but the the best thing you can do is just to say, look, I'm just always here for you. Yep. Like, and just be there to help that person. You know, because ultimately, you know, they the depressed person will have to make their own choices. Mm -hmm. You could you could force them to go to a hospital, and it might not help. Yeah. It probably will help more if they choose to go. Right. Yep. And, and 
you know, looking at, back at me, like I can now see, I can see my journey and, and even other people's journeys in different challenges. Like mm-hmm. I now just see depression as a, as a challenge and also a gift. And that's, I guess, where meditation, you know, allows me to see like what being human is mm-hmm. from a, a much deeper perspective, you know. Your life experience is just about this and some other guy who's climbed mountains or, you know, this other guy who's run different businesses, their, yeah. their experience of life is completely different. Yep. I said there's six billion different experiences. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So it's, do you reckon, so it's just, you know, important to, to ask the question and just be there ready for to receive the response if, if the person wants to put it out there not, and, yeah, and also and not try and fix the issue and also not judge yeah also. like not, not judge but I, I think I think also that there's a gift in, in it for the person that is like if you had a someone that you cared about that mm-hmm. you noticed is you will find that the most powerful thing is you being vulnerable with them yep. just saying hey Brad like I'm worried about you. Like, mm-hmm. I really care about you. Like, you're yeah. my brother or you're my, you know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> as much as we don't like um, uncomfortable, painful experiences in our life, sometimes they do teach you about that. For me, one of the most powerful things that I've experienced in my life is, like, vulnerability. Yep. You, know, you, you can't have a, you can't start an amazing relationship with a, a partner if you're not vulnerable with yeah. them. Yeah. It, like it's, being a man, like you said, it's one of the things that we're not good at, right? Yeah, it, it definitely it can be. You know, I don't, I don't think we're taught in school or no, you, you know, boys don't cry and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Don't be vulnerable, mm. yeah. you know. But there's certain things in life that you can't can't be good at if you're not vulnerable. You know, I think you got to be. Well, you learn from mistakes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Vulnerable, humble. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm still. I, I would say I learn more every day than I about how to live life than I did like yesterday and you know ten years ago definitely yep you know daily I have experiences with a lot of times my girlfriend where I'm just like I'm, I'm doing things with her or we're creating something and it's a constant unfolding and a constant learning it's very <laughs> The experience for me is very, very humbling and very, um, there's a certain awe to it. Right. You know, that, that, that's my... Oh, you are? Yeah. Cramps. Oh, cramps. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's my experience now. Yeah. You know, because um, that, that was something that I saw in those teachers that taught me the, those techniques and that then I, I, I came to know them. You know, they were monks and teachers. Was that there weren't the boundaries and dimensions of life were like those people lived in a way that were and do you know that for many of them was like there there weren't any boundaries. You know, yeah, they 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 didn't see boundaries and limitations. They didn't see. Of course, there are there are problems and challenges like on the earth, but the way they approached life was very um you know it was, it was like watching an eloquent kind of movie about you know an amazing character or something like some of those people yeah you know the, the way they approached life i always find interesting you know people that are sort of break the mold i guess i'll, I'll call it have that different perspective than 
got to wake up Monday, Friday, nine to five, got to do that. So mm-hmm. um, that people who can take that spiritual journey and go with it and do what they what they love, I think it's very well different to my how I live. <laughs> I got it really interesting and fascinates me. Just yeah, go on that sort of journey. So. You've got uh, your own bit of paper, do you have, is there something that you wanted to talk about specifically or were they just... No, like these are, this is uh, just the... Um, the questions? The questions that Albert sent me. Oh, right, okay, sure. And, you know, it was it was quite just interesting, like, when we started, like, when we met each other and back and forth and how do we do this and... Yeah. Um, I think initially I was a bit, I was like, I was, I was discussing with um, Jessica my partner like, like you know like, what do I want to do with this or you know how do I approach it yeah yeah you know and, you know I, I sort of said oh you know I, I don't want to just be focused on like like a negativity thing mm-hmm. yeah. you know and so I sort of like you know hashed it out a bit with her and we kind of just did a bit of back and forth and then it, it's been amazing how it just unfolded actually yeah okay you know it's been really um, cool yeah sweet yeah, yeah. That's been really good. Um, it's we're always looking to talk about different things, and, and and this topic, mental health, is definitely something that's so important. And like I said to you on the phone, and what you you touched upon before is men in particular can be a little bit they shut down. They don't want to show weakness because weakness is yeah that's not sort of how it portrayed. Men, yeah, yeah, men should be tough and strong and just win so it's I think it's it's good to talk about it and for people to um, listen to someone who's battled mental health and who's come out um, in a positive frame of mind and now what you're doing and what you're sort of preaching and teaching is I think people can learn from that and I think um, we've got friends who I think likely have got depression um, mm-hmm. and maybe not super open so Hopefully they'll be listening and um, and see that there is yeah there is a positive I guess end to yeah. this yeah Def- definitely you know and that and that was you know, part of my motivation for doing this was just to because because I, I was you know I've I've been through uh, hell and high water you know in in, in some regards yeah you know I don't I don't know I, I think I will end up writing a book oh yeah of yeah. some sort. Yeah, you know because um, uh, I think I think that's what I've what I've discovered or I'm discovering. You know, is is like uh, a, a really valuable life is one where you help people, help humanity. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, but that that can be anything. That can yep. be. I mean, you know, I, I see you guys doing that like with this podcast. Like, there's there's a there's a plethora of you know, but of of stuff that you talk about you guests yeah. but you know even the the bike guy it was just like amazing <laughs> inspirational yeah it's like such a such a cool like you know yeah get on a bike and ride around the world yeah i know that's, right that's brave yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But writing a book that's uh that's yeah, interesting yeah yeah, yeah I've, I've i've sort of uh yeah I've, I've written a few just little like just doodling you know different you know um stuff and It'll happen when it needs to. Yeah, right. When I feel that strong pull, I'll be like... Sit down, then one night you've written a book or get your typewriter out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We want to... um, We know Zach 
probably spoke to Zach and he was pretty shattered that he ended up getting a horrible blend. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he, think, he, um, the worst one. He right? was, his, yeah. was mildly, not majorly gutted, mildly gutted. I kind, of, I kind of felt bad, right? Because we've got a guest come around in person. He'll remember it. And then we spring that on him. Yeah. Yeah, so our blends, they can be great, they can be horrible. Mm. Um, mm. They do have their extremes as well. Yeah. Ben's tending to want to be all, all good and um, tasting. Because sort of... I'm sick and tired of people shitting my mouth, basically. <laughs> yeah, I want good stuff, right? Especially we've got a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I don't want to ruin someone's night again. <laughs> So, do you want to start blending something up? So we, we can, can do a blend, and then do you want to talk about a couple other things? Got a dictionary. Yeah, a couple, exactly. of, a couple of other random topics. If you're happy, just to get yeah, on, get on like, deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds so good. Do that, and just have a bit of a bit of fun for the end of the episode. Yeah, cool. We can stick. All right. So, cool. I'll tell you what the blend is now. All right, I'll tell you what the blend is now. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, you inspired me a little last week. You were super creative with your chocolate chip ice cream. Was it? Yeah. What was it? What was in that one? So it was um, ice cream, yeah, chocolate, and actually chips. Chips. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so mine's not quite as clever, but do you like Neapolitan ice cream? The yeah, yeah strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. Yeah. So I thought a, a little bit of a play on that. I've got um, vanilla super shake for the vanilla component. I've got a chocolate cake. <laughs> and some strawberries some fresh strawberries we've just t- we, yeah. you've just spoken about how else <laughs> yeah. and now we've come here it's all organic it's fine <laughs> we've given you a beer and yeah. now you're gonna about to have about 700,000 calories kilo yeah. of sugar it's alright so I think this will be I think this is gonna be tasty right yeah. are you gonna blend it I'm gonna blend of course yeah. oh okay so it all it's goes always a blend yeah. it's always a blend yeah no because I was like I've had something like that, like, recently as dessert. Like, it's not too challenging, but the blending is. It always, so, yeah, changes, you know, the molecular structure of stuff, as we found with the meat pie and can of beer that we blended. Right. So, that we spoke, you know, lovely when you eat them together. Yeah. <laughs> Do not put them in a blender. Public service announcement. <laughs> Don't blend them. So, we'll get into the kitchen and we'll just do a quick blend and come back. Sounds good. Cool. We'll try that. Yeah. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. We'll uh, Cheers. give this one a go. It's very cakey. Oh, it's I, great. I like it. I love <laughs> it. Good. The chocolate cake is really... <laughs> it looks and smells strawberry but the chocolate cake... These boys know how to make a good drinks. <laughs> a good drink, Zach. <laughs> no chicken and chicken and oranges here. Good. Well done, Ben. Thank you. Good one. Yeah, very nice. Over to you next week, Albert. Do you reckon next week you're going to try and make us sick or are you going to go for a good one? <laughs> well, it depends who our guest is. Oh, okay. What about me? <laughs> don't care about me. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, so what do we want to do for to wrap up the episode? We've got, I guess, the Urban Dictionary term. Yeah, or, I've got two Urban Dictionary terms. I've got a few. How so, are you? Are you familiar with uh, Urban Dictionary? I'm familiar a little bit with urban slangs. Yeah, sort yeah, of pretty much. That, yeah, yeah, sort of like yeah, pretty much that. So yeah, um, I've got a couple. I was just going through them, and quite a few of them I knew, and these two, I didn't know. Then okay. after reading them, I'm like, oh yeah. Okay, the map that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I found four. Okay. That I I wasn't familiar with, but I think, bar one, um, 
we've probably all experienced. Actually, no, part two, sorry. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with the first one. What do you think an angel's touch is? <clears throat> I can imagine something that's pretty G-rated. Okay. Knowing you, is it probably R-rated? Not, no, it's not R-rated. Just imagine like <clears throat> being a kid in bed, sleeping, and mum sort of gives you a kiss on your forehead type thing. You know this is from Urban Dictionary, right? Not, yeah, it's not nice. the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, angel's wrong. touch? Obviously You're wrong. wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, alright. Uh, angel's touch. It's coming through that maybe it's a, um, like an experience some sort there's definitely an experience there <laughs> yeah. um, alright I don't, I don't, I don't so what is it Ben like a mystical or a slight like something like that you maybe. probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe not quite so this one's where um, you're peeing or you're pooing and your penis touches either the urinal or the toilet seat and you get a cold sensation it's like an angel's touch on your penis <laughs> <laughs> so That's all right. This is the angle we're going for. Right? <laughs> this is so, all right. Yeah. Good one, man. That was a real good one. Yeah. So probably I've experienced it. I don't know if you public toilet, you know, sit down. I wouldn't say it was an angel's touch. De- <laughs> the devil's touch, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. good one. Yeah, um, I've, I've had it. You've had it? Yep. Yeah. Now you know what it's called. Cool. Uh, Irish handcuffs. Irish handcuffs? Is that where you just hold two pints of Guinness and you can't do anything else? Correct. Oh, really? It's having your hands both with a drink in each of them, so you can't do anything. Oh, wow, that was really stereotypical of me to answer that. <laughs> that was quick. Where were you going? Were you thinking... Oh, I was, I was struggling. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm more of a jerk now. <laughs> wow, Ben, that was pretty impressive. Okay. Again, we're going on the touching. <laughs> this one's a Midas touch. Oh, the Midas touch. The, yes. Is, is that the actual That's the, phrase? The phrase is a Midas touch, yeah. The, the term is a Midas touch. Sort of along the same area that we were that we were at before. How it's. I was thinking about a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> What's because of Midas? Yeah. <laughs> but that that's the actual phrase Midas. Touch. Yeah, the Midas. M-I-D-A-S. Yeah, Midas. M I D A. Yeah, yeah I, I I kind of know this one. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's. I think he was a king or something, but it's 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 referencing like whatever you touch turns to gold, like to success. Yeah, that's the, that's the, uh, the actual uh, yes, term for yes. it. But the Urban Dictionary one is slightly different. Midas touch. Because mm. King Midas, is it King Midas? Yeah. 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 Uh, Think toilet. He got me. Got you guys as well. So the Midas touch <laughs> is when you're wiping and your fingertip accidentally goes in and touches some poo. So you've now got <laughs> the minus touch. <laughs> so not a gold finger. Some right. other sort of brown thing. finger. Brown finger, yeah. Right. So the, the urban dictionary is slightly, um, is it lowbrow? Yeah, it's definitely a highbrow. No, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's like low disgusting brow definition. Term. So like think about like the, like the sexual, the weird sexual terms that you've heard people say, like a rusty trombone or something like that that you mm-hmm. might have heard. Yeah. Along those sorts of lines, okay. those things, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you got to set your mindset into that, into that frame, yeah. And then yeah. you'll just see things clearly. I feel like we've, um, yeah. Um, my last one, clam jam. Clam jam. Clam jam. So again, I was just going through them, and I was like, oh, I've, I don't know what that is, and then I read about it. So oh, okay, is there, mind? is there anything to do with um, vaginas or pornography? Probably. I'd say yes. Okay. He's 
He's German, so <laughs> Germans have a I, bit of faith. I've already done the already done poo one though, so <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a, a situation or a sexual situation with like quite a few women or um, close, okay. pretty close. Do you want to have a crack? I have a feeling something to do with like the menstrual cycle. No, no. Okay, <laughs> what no, is it? No, no. So clam jam is basically the female equivalent to cock blocking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was sort of, I was thinking, I was, yeah, I went really disgusted. Oh, man, she clam jammed me. <laughs> good one. So, uh, I thought that was quite funny. That's a good one, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's... <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I've got two really weird ones now. Do you want to go really weird now? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Scratching your head, you're not sure. I'm not sure which one to go because they're both kind of weird. Um, what about a Bosnian seesaw? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bosnia. This sounds really. This sounds like violent. No, not violent. That's racist, Albert. <coughs> is it a sexual? It's um, a sec definitely sexual. This is sexual, sexual um, position. There is yes. It involves sex and positions. Mm. <laughs> is it a a threesome? Yes. As you're piecing together like detectives, like sexual detectives. I, 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 I saw pee tails for some reason. Okay, there's no, there's no <laughs> pee tails in there, but yeah. Um, Bosnia. I don't know where the Bosnian came from this. Uh, I'm going to get it. I'm just thinking a seesaw, so it goes so it's two people on each end, yeah. threesome, person in the middle. Yeah, so you've got the, the gist. The hand motions weren't quite right. Yeah. But this one involves uh, three people. A man puts on a strap on in, re in reverse and then thrusts back and forward with his partners like that. So he's seesawing between the two ladies. <laughs> so he's pleasuring two ladies. That's correct, yes. <laughs> All right, good one. Yeah, thank you. Interesting. Well done, Ben. When I stroll through this Urban Dictionary, it's just some are completely ridiculous. Like that one. The last one. I don't know if I want to do the last one. Go on, do it. You may as well. Otherwise, an, we'll be wondering. An Urkel jerk. I think, like, um, striking in pickle. That's part of it. Yeah, well, do you know? Because it'd be similar to a circle oh, jerk. Yeah. Urkel. Do you remember that? Is it high, yeah, high, yeah. high pants or? Pants, circle jerk. It involves that. This one's yeah, weird. So. <laughs> Jerking yourself off in a mirror while dressed like Steve Urkel. So uh, that's a Halloween one, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. I heard him on a podcast the other day about... Really? Maybe two months ago, yeah. On a yeah? Seeming pretty What normal. was that show called? You heard what? Um, the guy who played Steve Urkel. Yeah, yeah. In a podcast. Like, yeah. Um, Steve-O's podcast. Yeah, what was that show called? Do you remember? Not Family... It wasn't Family Ties or... No. Uh, I remember the so, cop. So the cop so Carl. He was in... Yeah. The first Die Hard movie. That's right. Stefan was his cool alter ego. Yeah. So I can't remember the show though. I cannot. It'll, it'll come to me right. later. So yeah, it ended on a weird note, but... <laughs> <laughs> Any other... Well, we are called Curious Rambling, so well, sometimes gotta we keep, don't make... Got to keep it curious. Yeah, exactly. Thanks heaps for joining us. Yeah. Been um, really good to listen to your story. Getting deep into that, and also meditation is is something that I'm I'm quite curious about. Um, so that was also really good to to hear about. And Ben, your 
I could never imagine. Say. Your Urban Dictionary is well. I don't go too weird. So for anybody that's sort of listening and wants to like maybe reach out and get in touch with like people to do meditation, is there someone you can recommend a way to do it for anyone? Yeah, um, the meditation I use, um, they could look up the Ashaya Foundation. Yep. I mean, I'm, I'm available to be contacted as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how or whether you guys want to give out my... Because I'm, I'm, I have a phone number, but I'm, I'm kind of not, I'm not fully conversant with, I have Instagram, I have yeah. those sorts of things, um, but I'm not like a pro, a jet, yet. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, but I, I don't, you know, I, I definitely want to make myself available. And, um, if yeah. we possibly in the, um, so when we post these, once we have a podcast that goes live, we do an Instagram post, we do a Facebook Post would it maybe best way would you say if we tag you on Instagram? Yeah, because phone number is pretty, you know. Then it's out to the whole world basically. Yeah, yeah. Because you message on Instagram, right? Instagram yeah. Through yeah. yeah. You can get a message through Instagram, so yeah, maybe we just tag you on Instagram in the, in the Curious Ramblings Instagram page. Yeah. If you're yeah, happy well, for that. I'll check my phone now, and you know, we can we can hook that up. Yeah. But that's no, good. We'll, we'll put a link to um, Instagram on there, and yeah, awesome. Yeah, cool. that's much appreciated. No worries. So if yeah. we can help in any way. Yeah, and I just yeah thank thank you so much guys for having me. It's been really heaps of fun and just you know amazing actually because the first the first uh, interview that I've ever done like yeah. kind of like this. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us. So it's been it's been good. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Guys. Thanks, Damien. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, chaps. We'll uh, see you next week. Cool. If you die, can I have your car? Sweet. <laughs> Curious rambling. Hey. <laughs>